Welcome to the Seriously Podcast. I'm your host, Annalise Gann. Now let's get into it. Welcome to the Seriously Podcast, where we make light of serious conversations with really interesting people. Betsy Shaw is an open book. The blogger has over 17,000 Instagram followers and shares her unfiltered and authentic life openly. Betsy is open about navigating the very real possibility that she could be neurodivergent, having kids on the spectrum, and what it's like having it all as a mum, partner, content creator, and woman at the same time. In this interview, we share who is Betsy Shaw behind her social media and her plans for the future. I hope you love this chat because I did. Here it is. This week in the studio, we have Betsy Shaw. Hi, darling. Welcome. How are you? I'm great and it's really wonderful to be here. I'm very excited and honoured. Oh, we're so excited to have you. Well, as you said before, you're a mum of two beautiful boys. Yeah. And we met at an event last week, Mm. or no, a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah, it was fantastic. It was a great night. Um, But you, you really struck me because you're very authentic. You live your life very openly and honestly and... One of the prominent words in your Instagram bio is neurodivergent. Mm, And then you have hashtag ADHD, hashtag ASD. Can you talk to me a bit about that and why you've chosen that choice of words? Yeah, well, I – so my son, my oldest son, is like severe ADHD. So there's levels of ADHD and he is like severely hyperactive, impulsive and he is wild. Like he is so much fun. He's so brave. He's just – amazing and he's he's just like a presence and and like people know him in like the content creating like you know Zach knows him and people know who Winter is and he's Mm -hmm. wild if Winter's in an event you're gonna know Winter's there Mm -hmm. um and he is wild but unfortunately like when you do have ADHD it is classed like as a learning disability where really it's an ability it's a superpower but it's a super, it is. It is. It's a hundred percent. And same with um, autism. I believe that both of them, we're not thinking the right way about these things. Mm-hmm. Like they are superpowers. They're not disabilities. But if they're not harnessed or like used, or if you don't know that you are neurodiverse, you are going to struggle through life because you're going to be like, why am I not? Why is this hard? Why? It's because you don't understand that your brain is working in a different way. Once you get that, you're like, wow, oh my God, things that are so easy for me or like someone else who is neurodiverse is like so hard for a normal, or like I don't want to use the word normal, but someone whose brain. Neurotypical. Neurotypical is, is wired up the way that, society says that we should be and I am not actually so I've been (laughs) I've been twice to psychiatrists and both times I was told no you just have anxiety you're not ADHD you're not autistic you're not like any and I was like "Mm," and I'm like how much money are you going to spend to be told no like that's thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. to investigate in yourself and be like, but why do I feel like this? Why is my brain like this? Why is why is the world like this for me and then so diff- different for other people? And I'm like, I'm still investigating that, but my son, older son, is definitely ADHD, is diagnosed, he's medicated and mm-hmm. I don't want to talk too much about medication because I know that's a massive 
topic to talk about that people yes. are very touchy about and I didn't go to university to study um, medicine so I only know what I know and the the power that the medication allows my son to be his finest he the focus it's like if you're ADHD you have this amazing brain you've got all these superpowers you have all of these talents but your brain is going so fast, everything's happening, you're doing, you know, he's impulsive and hyperactive, you know, you're, there's no thought, it's do and then think after. Can you imagine living your life where you're constantly doing the wrong thing or making mistakes because your brain's going way too fast and you're being judged and criticised and imagine what that's doing for your self-esteem and then to be able to have a medication that allows you to slow down but still be like this superhuman and make the right decision and not be like, oh, God, I shouldn't say that. Oh, we shouldn't do that. Oh, my God. Like, and just be like, woof. And it's like being – you are he's like a Lamborghini with like bicycle brakes. So it's just – Oh, I love that he's analogy. He's flying out of control. He's a super sports car that is incredible. He's not a normal car on the road. He is just – that dude is going 100 miles, he's gone doing amazing things but he can't stop. Yeah. And the medication allows that Ferrari to use its brakes, not Ferrari, Lamborghini, sorry, Lamborghini to use the the brakes that he needs to stop when he needs to stop and to focus. And, you know, every morning it's wild. Like I don't know what I'm going to wake up to. Like this dude is wild. Like sometimes you wake up and he's naked and he's like eating like nearly everything in the house and he's like created this like mural on the wall or he's he's just insane and amazingly insane and I'm just like wow like look how creative you are you know and then I'm like we have breakfast and then you have some medication and then he'll come to me and have really deep chats and when he's not medicated it's like he's just like there's no one he's just crazy and then it's like I get real winter and what breaks my heart is when I, because I see, I, I don't know if you have this, like you, I know that you're very good at noticing things about people and you possibly notice that if people are neurodiverse as well, mm-hmm. I see it everywhere. And it breaks my heart when there's parents who are neurotypical and they don't understand and they are in denial or, and I don't even know if it's in denial, they just don't get the, they don't grasp that not, understanding that your child has ADHD and accepting it and realising that your child might look like they're okay but they are struggling inside and getting them the help, going to the paediatrician, maybe having medication, not always, but like allowing that child to understand they are good different. Exactly. Like you're so perfect on your own. Like you – Exactly. God made you that way. I'm a Catholic but – whatever you are, yeah, you're made that way for a reason and yep. you bring so many gifts and talents to the world. And I feel like people who are on the spectrum or, you know, neurodivergent, they get such a negative rap when yep. some of the greatest scientists and the, the most incredible artists and the most incredible musicians of all time yep. are mm. on the spectrum or exactly. neurodiverse. And they are that person and they are yeah. in these places because their brain is so different. It's so beautifully different yep. and that that's such a beautiful way to describe it. Like he's a Lamborghini, but he has his brakes. Um, yeah, yeah, bicycle brakes. So I there's really no like sl- there's no stopping. He's in the future. 
So without medication, that. Winter is living in the future. Mm. He's not in the now and he will, make, you know, make poor decisions and that affects his entire life, Relate his relationships with other people, um, people around him, what he's doing, learning, every single thing. And, um, like, I love that I was able to realise that and I went and got him help and, you know, it's not just medication, there needs to be intervention as well. There needs Mm. to be lots of other things with that but the child needs to understand there's nothing wrong with them and that ADHD is okay, it's not a negative thing. Like, you have ADHD, this is what ADHD means. Everyone who has ADHD, it's different. Like it you're, is. you're not going to be the same as that person but you have this energy and what I love is there's another child at his school and when he arrived I was like, oh, thank God, he's the same as Winter. Oh, beautiful. But his parents weren't there yet and mm-hmm. so and like no one was really because he's um, mixture so if inattentive and hyperactive whereas Winter is just straight up hyperactive. Mm-hmm. Um, so this other child and he has the energy and he does the same things as Winter and we had a play date at the mum's house and – when they've got – it's like they – it's not stimming, it's different. It's like they have to release the energy so they'll like make these noises and Winter will make these noises when he's um, not medicated and her child was making these noises, the same as Winter. And I was like, um, like I don't know these people very well. Maybe I'll go in and be like, oh, Winter. And she was like, oh, no, that's my child. And I'm like, what? Oh, I and love then that. she And then she was like, oh, I'm actually on my ADHD journey. So she wow. was beginning to self-realise and I was like, well, I'm on my journey too. And I was like, Winter's already – Winter's been on his journey since like I've known since too. And like I, I didn't get him diagnosed properly until about four or five. And his first year of school, so damaging because I wasn't able to get him that medication and like the – I hate to say label but the label and – to get him what he needed. Like he was being sent to the principal at age four, five, kindy. Oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because people aren't. No, it couldn't because they couldn't handle him. Like I was like, yeah. he, this poor child is so beautiful and he's he's he doesn't mean to be doing what he's doing and I know you know that I know to the teacher. Um, but yeah, it was terrible. So but anyway, so this other child and they're the same and it was so wonderful. So we're at Crown Towers the other day and they came as well and this child was like um to me oh I'm this I have the same energy as winter we have the same thing I'm ADHD too winter and I we're a vibe and I was like oh this makes me like makes me emotional sorry (laughs) I'm gonna cry too oh man because I was like you're so proud that you're ADHD and there was a generation where that wasn't And still now, even now, people, oh, you're ADHD. Oh, you're this, you're that, you're that kid, you know. And Winter's already been that kid. We've already had people who have said to their children, Winter's not good enough for you. We should think you should be friends with other people. Like I've already been through that already. And I'm like, that's fine. That's your decision to make. But wow, like this is just a child and like, you know, he sometimes can't control what he does but he's a good kid but to have this other kid just be excited about that was just wonderful because it's like there's so much negativity around ADHD and like I don't know what winter feels I don't know how 
and like when you're ADHD, you feel huge emotions and mm-hmm. you just get all this negativity, all this criticism, you know, and I find him hard. Like there's days where I'm just like, wow, I just, you're over, like I'm so overstimulated by you. Like, like you're a lot, like I just need, just need a break from you. Um, you know, and that's me and I love this guy to bits, but to have a child and a friend who's like got your back and is excited about your energy and is drawn to your energy. And it's really sad because the other child who they were kind of like, you know, trying to like break their friendship up, which is terrible, um, is very excited and attracted to Winter's energy as well. And that's the parents who don't want that friendship. And I'm like, wow, this is where we're at already just in year one. But this is what I've got to deal with and I've got to be strong. Mm. And people who are parents of neurodiverse children need to understand that that's okay for people to not understand you, not like you, be triggered by you, you're too much, you're overwhelming. That's their problem. And don't get upset by that. And like I don't hate on these people who are like your child's too much. That's not like that's their right to have whoever they want but it hurt me and then I was like how would that make Winter feel but I don't he doesn't really know that that's kind of what's happened but also when you are neurodiverse you need to be strong man because people are gonna judge you and not like you and have an idea about you and not um, you know use ADHD or if you have autism as a weapon against you. Hey guys, if you've loved listening to the Seriously podcast, we'd really appreciate a five-star review on Apple or Spotify podcasts. It keeps us making incredible content for all of you to hear. Thanks so much. So yeah, it's um it's a it's a it's a massive thing, but being aware and being proud and like being shown that people who are neurodiverse are very successful people but that struggle they do struggle um at things that neurotypical people can just do with ease but then we can do things and I say we even though I was told no I'm still on that journey and I feel like I don't know if I'm neurotypical because I don't feel that I feel like there's something more there in my brain like the senses like I know when we met we were talking about smells mm-hmm and my smell and all of my like it's just heightened, heightened. Mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, I can't explain these things in my life. But it's hard to diagnose in women, mm. especially when you get older. Like it's just women don't show as many symptoms. Yeah, or masks. Yeah, we've mask just them. learned to mask. Mm-hmm. And I'm on my journey too. I've I've got a lot of people in my family who have been diagnosed. So there's a very real possibility that yeah, I have something. Yeah, um, and I've always felt like. They're, not that there's something wrong with me, but I've always felt more different emotional and different. Yeah, you different. feel things unbel- like a wave, really, really strongly, and yeah, you're just like and people. you need to let it out. Mm-hmm. And I completely love how you're you're so open about it. And thank you for sharing, you know, on that level, what it's like to be a parent. Yeah, of a of a child who's going through and the same you thing. You feel the pain, and it's funny because I had forgotten that actually that had happened to me as a child. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's funny because I was going to a brewery um, event the other night. So we go to all the con- – going back to the content creator, get invited to all the – you know, that's how I know you. Mm-hmm. And that's – I'd seen you and you're a presence. Like you are a very striking woman. Thank you. And I was like – and I'm a woman who loves women. I'm not threatened by women. 
You know, I'm not like, oh, she's prettier than me or she's more successful than me or whatever. I don't have jealousy. I'm just like, wow, she's amazing. Look at her. Beautiful. Film that person. Um, I'm all about like lifting up, not dragging people down. But, yeah, I saw you at a few events and um, I didn't know you properly and I was like, oh, wow, and then to meet you properly and then I was like, you are so intense in a, an amazing way and I was like you're getting my energy and I'm like I'm <laughs> yeah. getting you I'm like I, you know what I mean yeah. and when you meet people like that because yeah. it can be rare and there's people who just like they don't get us they don't get it they don't get like when you're on this intense I'm going to use the word energy because mm-hmm. you and I don't know what our energy is like we're discovering 2023 has been just wild mm. wild of discovering and like I've had a lot, I've cried so much, like just thinking, wow, like if I knew, would my life be so much different? Would I be more successful? Would I, you know? Um, and I still don't know. I'm still on that journey. But we can always say what if, mm. but the reality mm. is you've done so well with the tools that you had at the time. I know, but I just, you know what I'm talking about? Like I just feel like I, I do know what you're I talking about. I could have about. done so much more and I've been held back by myself Mm. that's the only person I have to um yeah it's like I I don't know if you have this but I have wild ideas like every day I'm like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that I'm gonna start this and like I have the capacity to do all those things will I do them possibly not Mm -hmm. um and it's like you know you would have had the idea to do this podcast but you actually did it you know you actually did it yeah. And so things like that, like this, that's hugely successful achievement and and then you'll do the next step and you'll just, you know what I mean? Like you, but you can do anything you set your mind to. Exactly. You just have to be brave enough to take the risk mm-hmm. and that's how we climb the ladder, exactly, you know? Exactly, but that's why like I love, you know, meeting people like you who are doing it. They're not just thinking it and talking about it, you're doing it. So what is one thing you want people to know about neurodivergence? Like if you could say anything to anyone listening who, you know, they might be on their journey or maybe they they think their kids have, oh, you know, what would you say to them? Education is mm-hmm. key to anything in life. So the more you understand about something and like deeply understand about something, like the better the world's going to be. So like we have this ridiculous idea of, autism, um, you know, oh, it's a disability, it's this, it's that. I'm like, "Mm, I don't think so. It's not at all. It's like some of the most brilliant people on this planet who have ever lived are autistic and there's a scale. That's why it's like there's an autism scale. There's a scale, like there's, it's like you, it's, it's, it's just something that people need to learn a lot more about. And I remember growing up, um, you know, there was a child in our school who was autistic, but severely autistic and not just autistic, had brain damage, um, like had severe learning disabilities. But all I knew was that was autism. So I had this really poor... Black and white view. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no clue that like these super intelligent people who are really strange and don't have a lot of um, like social connection, like they don't get the social cues, not always, but I'm just saying like that's one thing. I'm like, oh, that person's a bit interesting, brilliant, 
the most intelligent person you'll ever meet, obsessed with like one kind of thing. And then that's autism as well. Yeah. And the more I learn, like it's definitely in my family. Um, well, obviously. So I've talked about my oldest son. He's definitely, um, he's been diagnosed as ADHD. He's severe, hyperactive, impulsive, brilliant. He's a very intelligent child. Um, but my youngest, um, I kind of was like, hmm, you're different to winter, but I don't know what normal is. Mm. I don't know what a child, like, but you seem very differently the other way. Wired? Just really dreamy, just real kind of chill. You are really chill. You are kind of like, I don't know what's going on here, but, and then at one I was like, I remember like calling his name and he just wouldn't look at me. And I was like, is this guy deaf? And I just remember thinking like all the, like, but um, like I guess some people go through grief. So when some people have children who are autistic or have a, like as they, like we're going to call the term learning disability, that's not how I view it as, mm. um, you know, ADHD or whatever it is, they go through denial, there's stages and grief and then the realisation and then on to education and then to joy and like realising like it's not the end of the world, the child is the same, their, their brain, they're wired differently and you need to get that manual and read that manual and work out what this child needs because they're not going to go they don't, the same way. They need a, a different approach than what a normal child would need. And I just remember like realising, oh, wow, you are autistic. And I wasn't – it's funny because at no point was I like upset or like – it wasn't like, oh, no, like it wasn't a negative. It was just like, oh, that's what's going on. It makes on. sense as to why your behaviours yeah. are aligning with that. Yeah. Yes, and the stemming and like all of the things that he'd – and like he'd talk, you know, doko, doko, doko. He'd be like, sunny, doko, doko, doko. Like, Is oh, that like, stemming? Yeah, so yeah, vo- yeah. that's vocal stemming. And yeah. like I didn't realise that and he does the little flapping hands. Yeah, that's a – Classic. Yeah, yes. so he does all the things and he yeah. doesn't like light and he doesn't like bright noise and he's so fussy. Like he, food scares him because it's the texture. So he's full sensory and he has not been diagnosed yet. So when I say, oh, it's autism, I just see the, the symptoms of autism, possible autism. Like he has not been diagnosed. Um, so, but I, I've taken, we've spent a lot of money. We've been to lots of specialists and I, they were all like, oh, we love that you're like very aware, you understand because usually we're, when we're sitting in this office we're trying to like explain to the parents child might have autism and then that sometimes doesn't go so well and I'm like, I hate that. Like why is it like you're telling someone they have autism is like they're dying, like it's like cancer. Like I just, you know what I mean? And like I'll say to people, because I I have to say this, like we went flying recently and he wasn't old enough to have a seat and he will just like, you know, smack people, get really upset if people are in his face. Like if we're going to sit on a plane and I'm sitting with him on my lap, he's 18 kilos, he's huge. It's going to be terrible. He's going to be upset. He's going to get overstimulated. It's not going to go well. So I went straight to the desk um, the airline that were flying with I said, look, I just say he's autistic. He hasn't been diagnosed. I need to stress that. He has not been diagnosed but 
I just say he's neurodivergent. He's but you autistic. can identify it as, exactly. But you're allowed to identify exactly. That's what people. Exactly. I don't like. When you don't go, need oh, to have the the, the formal, formal diagnosis because sometimes I can't even pick it up. But if he has no. all the symptoms and you you really identify with that? exactly, and he even when because he's he's had lots of health problems as well. So. Okay. Um, lots of health problems. Like we've had hospitals, like PCH. That's why I was like, you're we- always at the hospital. Yeah, and mm. I don't like to dwell on that as like, oh, mm. poor me, give me attention. Oh, you make my- great content there. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I'm like, this is really what's happening in my life. Like, mm. we went to Byron Bay. We went to hospital. Wow. We went to bloody hospital, and I'm like, really? I'm in bloody Byron Bay. I don't want to go to. And I, I made a joke. So we were driving into Byron Bay. I used to live in Byron Bay 18 years ago. I took my family back. My mum. Sorry, we're like going off on tangents here, and this is why I just think there's no way I don't have ADHD. You know, we went, <laughs> we were somewhere, and now we're here. Yeah. But um, like, so we're driving into Byron Bay, and I'm like, the hospitals. As you drive in, have you been to Byron Bay? No. Shut. The front door. I'll go there soon. <laughs> Don't it, no no you you will need to put that on your list. You will you will go there. You okay. I at you are going there. Okay, got it. You are both going. Yeah, yeah, you're going to Byron Bay. <laughs> Magical, life changing. Anyway, so we're driving into Byron Bay. The hospital is as you go in, and I'm like, okay, guys, we are not going to hospital. None of you, because the oldest can do really crazy stuff, and and we end up in hospital as well on holiday. And my mum laughed, and I was like, cool. We're good. And we ended up in hospital. What did, what happened? Oh, severe croup. So croup oh. is something that can, you know, oh, uh, uh, like, dude, croup can croup can kill. <clears throat> Sorry, I just couldn't clear my throat. Um, so he has gets croup and, like, he's well and he wakes up, cannot breathe. It's similar to asthma, but, like, you need to get them to hospital, you need to get steroids, you need to have oxygen, adrenaline. It's very serious. And he had... Um, a problem with his like larynx so he he was like <gasps> and like oh and my mum's like just chill out and I'm like You're like, like no. lady you don't know we're going to hospital and um so this is to understand the severity of when we got to hospital they couldn't handle us and they had to transfer us in an ambulance for an hour to Tweed Head ambulance transfer why? Because he was so – like they can't – and they didn't have a paediatric doctor and when it's breathing, like anything respiratory, and they couldn't get, give him the medication and he couldn't breathe. And like well, literally he was like on adrenaline, oxygen, and they're like we need to send him to Tweed Heads. And it's like people are like, oh, my God, you poor thing. I'm like, no, 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 it's honestly fine, like whatever. I'm so used to this. I can't. I can't get upset about this. This is my life. Like, but I do post this on my Instagram because this is real. Mm. This, Which is why we love your content. Mm. It's real and it's not always fancy, but I do, you know, I like to dress well. I like the luxurious life. I like doing nice things. I like being fancy. But then I also have children who are wild and who, you know, get sick and aren't, are not neurotypical. Like they are different. And I want people to understand that that's my life and, you know, I might get invited to an event and stuff and I have to cancel last minute and I feel so bad. Like I want to support people but I could be going to hospital at any given moment. Like I could be going to hospital Mm. any day Mm. and that's just my life. But so as I was saying, so when I go on the flights, like I don't need to now because he's two so he'll have his own seat, I said to them, look, he's autistic. They could not do enough for me. 
We yeah. got to go on the plane first. Mm-hmm. We got our own seat. And, like, if we didn't, he would have been that child that was, was possibly screaming the whole flight. What airline was that? Um, that was with Virgin. Well done, Virgin. But I actually – so I did it with Jetstar as well and they were amazing, like Jetstar. Oh, wow. So, I feel like so they any, really accommodate. Yeah. So I feel like any airline, you just need to, like, let people know. Like, yep. you know, let people – like, just be honest and, like, wherever I go, like – Yesterday I took him um, to like a little playground thing in a shopping centre and he's like there's marbles and he's like obsessed. He doesn't see other children, doesn't see other people. He just sees things. The, the item. Yeah. yeah, or like he's doing what he's doing and this little baby was like tottering and he just pushed her out the way like ruthlessly and like this baby would have been like 10 kilos and he's like 18 kilos and the mum's like and I just say, look, I'm sorry, he's autistic mm. because – yeah, because if he I has don't, those tendencies. Yeah. Exactly. And like he doesn't he's he's developmentally a one year old. He's a little baby in this giant body and he's the sweetest little He's he, giant. He is and he's, he's so, so gentle about like he doesn't see your baby as a baby. It's just a thing in the way yeah. get, of like what he's doing. Yeah. But I need, you know, I I don't want judgment. I don't want these people like, oof, you're a terrible parent, your child's pushed my baby out the way. I'm like, I'm so sorry. He doesn't even see your baby as a baby. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's and I, a normal two year old, you could have a conversation with. Like, I don't, I talk to him. I don't know if he understands much of what I say. You know, like it's not, it's not like a, it's a journey, mm-hmm. and I'm learning about it every day. And I'm we're still so um I've we're going through Autism Australia, and like you need to go um before a panel. Mm-hmm. So I've seen. An OT, I've seen a paediatric doctor. I actually snuck him to my paediatrician, which was naughty because my son sees a paediatrician because it's hard to see a paediatrician. And I was like in the office and I'm like, can you just – and then he was asleep and he's like, for one, we can't do anything now. He's like, yeah, I could say that he was or he wasn't or whatever, but that's not going to hold up anywhere and that's not going to be a diagnosis. You can't just push in. There's a wait and you need to wait your turn. And I'm like, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, like I've, I've, I'm doing, I'm doing everything. I'm on the journey, but he just, they don't diagnose until two. But even like at daycare, they all know. We all, we, I, they were like, you know, Betsy. Um, don't know if you know about like Sunny's like quite developmentally delayed. And I was like, yes, no, I do know, I do. And that's like they're kind of like prompting you, like, do you mm. know he's autistic? And it's like, yeah, I do, but he's not diagnosed. And they push you. They're like, you know. And if you don't know, if you're in denial, they're kind of like, uh, do you, the like you they want to have the chat. Sunny's kind of different to the other children, and I know I'm aware. But like you could see, they were really like, does this lady know that he's? But thank God you're aware. Exactly. Like exactly. But he's gonna need a carer at daycare. So he mm. like if children come up to him, he gets really upset because um. When, when you have autism, you have a personal bubble. Exactly, and yeah. they get in his bubble and he's yeah. just – and he's scared of the food. He doesn't eat anything at daycare because he's scared of the food. The so textures, he just, yeah, the sensory overload. Yeah, he just has milk and crackers and his, his diet is not great. Hot chips. Mm. They can't have hot chips at daycare, but they, you know – Just sneak them in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, we're on the same page and, like, we're getting a – like, if he goes up to the next room, he's going to have to have, like, a carer for him. So – Thank yeah. you for being so honest. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs> no, but I think it's amazing for other mums who might be going through the same thing or mm, dads and like mm. why is my kid, you know, doing certain things and exactly. it doesn't make them any 
less or any more. Like that's just who they are. No, but do you know why we're so aware now? Mm-hmm. Instagram. Yeah, thank Instagram. God for social media. Instagram hey? reels. Right. Like if it wasn't for Instagram, like I don't think I would have been as aware of myself. Mm. And I was watching, I was following a lady about parenting um, neurodiverse children and she was talking about the triggers and why you're triggered and like why does that child trigger you? And it's like your childhood, what you did, what you got told off for, how you behaved, your child's doing the same thing but you can't control them and you can't get them to do like your the parenting that I had doesn't work for my son. Like I can't parent how I was parented and I was too much for my mum. Mm. And I'm like, oh, my God, I overwhelmed you. I triggered you because I have the same energy as Winter mm. and Winter has the same energy and he triggers me. And I'm like, I just remember like falling on the lounge and just crying mm. and just being like, oh, that's why. Mm. You know, like that's why I trigger my – like as a child my mum would be like, you know, you're, you were difficult, you are this, you are that. And like we've got a good relationship but – I feel like her and my sister are a lot closer and I just feel like I was too much as a child, you know, like I wasn't naughty or anything but like my mum will say, oh, you know, you are like you're a lot, you're this, you're difficult, whatever. And it was like the realisation that's when I was like, oh, wow, am I ADHD or Mm. was I ADHD? Because you can be ADHD as a child and your brain develops. Mm. And I'm like, oh. And I just cried, you know. I was like, oh, man, like now I'm triggered by my child Mm. and I need to learn how to parent this child so he doesn't grow up, you know. With low self-esteem thinking he's a problem because he's not. Exactly. And I never like that's the thing. I've always had like high self-esteem or whatever. Yeah. Like I'm not saying I had like I didn't – I had a great childhood but Mm. I feel like – if I if I'm like I'm dyslexic, so when I've got neurodiverse in my like, so dyslexia is being is that people who are dyslexic and neurodiverse. So I'm dyslexic, but it's really mm. mild. But I'm dyslexic in like school, like spelling, and like read not so much reading, more spelling. Like even now, like I couldn't spell your name if I didn't have like a phone. Like I'd be like, oh really, Annalise? That's a lot. That's a lot of letters together to and I can read I know that's but like to spell that mm-hmm. I'd be like oh um uh, and, and where does the the other a go you know <laughs> yeah. um so I, I I'm mildly dyslexic and I and that's in my family so my mum's mm-hmm. dyslexic my auntie's dyslexic my granddad was yeah but when you look deeper dyslexia is a symptom of ADHD yeah interesting mm-hmm. yeah and my like so my sister is like quite a different person as well so she's very intelligent she was gifted Mm. and I know you spoke about yourself being gifted and my sister was put up a grade um and she from 13 we looked the same age um and she was very developed like you know um Mm. like at at 13 looked like an 18 year old yeah yeah yeah. and um she was like wild like she was an amazing like amazing she's I love my sister we don't get on that well like I think 
we either didn't get each other when we were children. Like we, we, we've, we had a rocky friendship but I love my sister but I don't know if I'm her favourite person. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but that sister relationship. Yeah, because yeah. we're different and she was always like, you're so evil, you did this, you did that, you teased me. And I'm like, dude, like I had friends whose brothers like nearly killed them. I was like, I never nearly killed you, but you've got to remember that words are the most painful thing. Yeah. And I I feel like I was definitely a bully to my sister and I regret that. Um, but I didn't mean, I like, you know, when you're bullying, but you think it's fun, but the other person isn't. Well, you're just taking the piss. It's Australian yeah, sense of humour. Yeah, it is, but I think yeah, now but I look, know. people with very sensitive, Exactly. Yeah. Now I understand about her and her personality. Like in some ways my, my sister is a bit of a recluse and she likes dog babies and dogs and stuff. And the more I learn about my family and neurodiversity and stuff, the more I'm like, oh, we've all got little bits of this. We might not be like the full picture, mm-hmm. but we've got parts of the package for sure. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm the only one who's very open and on my my self learning journey. And everyone else around me, they're all crazy. <laughs> they've all got we've all they've all got something, but they're not there yet. And maybe they're never going to be there. Maybe they maybe they're not. Maybe mm-hmm. you just you're allowed to be a little bit, as people would say. Oh, they're a little bit on the spectrum. And it's like you've got to be really careful with your words and how you say things and you know how you talk about people. But I definitely think there's. There's more to learn about um, my brain and my energy than than what I know now, mm. and I I know you're you're the same as well. Like we have more to learn. Mm. Betsy, you've been an amazing guest. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. I just want to ask one last question. Yeah. If you could give one piece of advice to anyone right now, mm. what would it be? Oh, the energy that you surround yourself with is so important. And um, like I am someone who I don't judge people and I don't – I'm really like open to like allowing people into my life and making friends and I've never been someone who's like closed off. But I – and also trust your intuition. When I feel things about people, I'm not making a judgment. I can feel something and I'm like just trust your intuition. Um, If someone's a bad vibe, don't hang out. Like if they're not, if they make you feel crap, like if that person, and they're not a bad person, what we need to understand, if someone isn't on the same energy level as you or someone doesn't get you, they're not a bad person. You're not a bad person. You just don't, you're not on the same vibe. You're not on mm. the same level. Mm. And try to surround yourself with people who bring you up, who want the best for you, who aren't jealous, who are your yes people, and people are not going to like you. That's fine. You need to like yourself. Like if you can love yourself and like who you are, who cares what other people – like you just don't take on other people's energy. Mm. Uh, so that's my main thing. Like if I could go back in life and like just be like it's okay if these people don't get you because I've had that a lot in my life. Mm. People just not getting me and I remember thinking what's wrong with me? Why don't these people like me? What a – jealousy – Mm. jealousy Mm. it was always jealousy and if I had a dollar for every woman who's come back to me and be like Betsy I'm so sorry I treated you this way or I judged you or I didn't like you when I met you um and I'm like that's fine Mm. it's fine I honestly and they're like oh you're so kind to forgive me I'm like dude there's nothing to forgive that's you that's you working on you like I'm good Mm. um but yeah just don't hold on to like negative like I don't have enemies I don't have people who I don't like, I don't like, you know, I don't like to have bad 
it's just like I know who's good for me mm. and then the other people, they don't get me and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I get you. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you too and that was it's been so wonderful to be able to have this experience. Oh, thank you so much. I've loved this chat and oh, um, I'm really appreciative that you shared so much. So thank you for coming on Seriously. Oh, thank you for having me, Annabelle. Um, Annabelle, Annalise. <laughs> Sorry, oh. oh, my God, I can't believe. It's just, fine. Everyone oh, does it. That's the dyslexia, <laughs> Annalise. I love it. Thanks so much, guys, for tuning in this week. It's been an amazing interview and I'll see you next week for another guest. Bye.